it's good to be among the living. It's good to be among those that are washed in his blood, filled with his spirit. Praise God. Praise God. I was reading uh, something this week about uh, a dear lady. Her name was uh, Gladys uh, Dunn. And she moved to a new city. And she was uh, a Christian, very much alive. And she needed to find a good church that was alive and powerful. And so, isn't that what you, first thing you should do when you get to a place, right? And so, Sister Gladys, she uh, attempted her first church in the new area and the, the praise team was great the music was great seemed to be a lively bunch and then the preacher got up and started out alright but it went on and on and on and on <laughs> been there <laughs> and so she endured it an hour and a half later finally it was over and so just the outgoing person that she was she turned to the person next to her who she had never seen and figured she'd introduce herself and she said Gladys Dunn and the person that she shook the hand with said I couldn't agree more that's not the case today if you turn with me in the word of God to Acts the second chapter verse 42 most of you can quote it Acts 242 we're talking about the earliest of the early church and I don't know about you but if I want to know how things are supposed to be done I'm not going to enter in somewhere to study the church and try to be like the church as much time has passed and things have become convoluted and watered down and changed not necessarily for the better I want to get right where it began can I get another amen I got one Acts 2.42 it says and they continued steadfastly steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread, we're good about that around here, and in prayers, and fear came upon every soul, and many, somebody say many, many wonders and signs 
were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common. Skip over verse 45. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and they sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. I want to tell you, recently, after many years of barely surviving, this is precious to me. I've been able to help more people I've been able to reach out and share. And I'm not saying that other than to give glory to God, but there is something amazing about that. When you see a sister or a brother in need, and I'm just going to kind of just hit that real quick and, and, and leave it, but, but this is what the early church done. They were willing to give it all, their possessions and goods, and they parted or shared to all men and every man as they had need. We don't just split it up and say, all right, that's socialistic. And they, who's that? The church, continued daily with one accord. Oh, that's so important. In the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness, not Gladys, but they eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47, praising God. Somebody lift your hands right now and just give praise to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. When the church has got all of that stuff going on we just read, God will add to the church. Don't you know it? Don't you see it? Don't you feel it? <laughs> Hallelujah. But then, a few years later, a sad contrast within the church. If we can turn in our Bibles to Revelation, the third chapter. Here, the Spirit of the Lord was speaking to all of the churches. And in this particular case, Revelation 3.1, it says, And unto the angel or the minister of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God, and the seven stars. Listen closely. He said, I know thy works, 
that thou hast a name. This is how everybody sees you. You have a name that thou livest. Everybody thinks you're alive. <laughs> Woo. And are dead. They think you are alive, but you aren't dead. <laughs> oh my, what a report from God Himself. So He said, verse 2 be watchful and strengthen. Somebody say, strengthen. Strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found my works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come upon thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. That's a different reading just a few years later from the church that was house to house praising God with gladness heart, sharing everything that they had. Isn't that quite a contrast? Maybe the mechanics of it was still somehow working, but he said, everybody thinks that you're alive, but I know that you're dead and some of the things are still dying. So strengthen the things that remain I want to talk for a little bit about the difference between dead and dynamic the difference between dead and dynamic clap your hands to the Lord you may be seated <clears throat> you know there are symptoms that we can see Especially within ourself, there are symptoms of what it is to be a dead Christian. A dead Christian has lost their hunger for the Word. The Bible tells us that there would come a day when there would not be a famine of bread, but there would be a famine of the Word of God. And if we're not careful, we can water it down, itch ears, you know, just kind of do the minimum when God said his word is not to be changed, not to be added to, not to be taken away from, we've got to be instant to preach in season, out of season. The only way the church can ever have faith is with a preacher. And how can he preach except he be sent? Faith cometh by hearing hearing by the Word of God. A dead Christian has lost their hunger for the Word of God. 
A dead Christian has lost their desire to witness. You remember when you first got saved? You could not wait to tell somebody about the experience. Remember when you received the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Remember when you were baptized in the name of Jesus? Remember that, that overwhelming feeling, feeling of, of God saving you and pulling you out of the pits of hell and, and <coughs> pulling you out of the, the troubles maybe that you was in? Some people saved in a jailhouse. That's where they had to get, but oh, they're thankful. And when that happens, even in the prison, they begin to witness. And before you know it, you got people in the prison being baptized in Jesus' name, being filled with the Holy Ghost. Or you just got somebody in high school that sees their need for God and they turn their life over to God and all of a sudden it doesn't matter if they're 12, it doesn't matter if they're 17, they begin to witness to their friends. They stop going where they used to go. They stop hanging out with people that they used to hang out with. There's a dynamic involved with a new Christian that can very easily begin to subside and begin to just wane away. A dead Christian really has no desire to witness. It becomes sadly all about self-preservation, just trying to make it through. A dead Christian has no clear vision. What does the Bible say? Without a vision, the people perish. A dead Christian has no clear vision. They have no clear mission. That's what happens. If any of these traits you see in your life are not active, then there's a possibility that we think you're alive, but you're dead. A dead Christian has no peace or fulfillment. And I think we mentioned last week that it's not about that your life is not full. It's just that you're not fulfilled. Our life is so full, mostly of junk, mostly of everything else that buys for our attention. And we can very easily fall into a place that we have no real fulfillment. We have no real peace within. That is a symptom of a dead Christian. But aren't you glad that no matter how dead you are, that we know a Savior that can bring that which is dead to life? Oh, hallelujah. A dead Christian has no commitment to service or ministry. Let me tell you what. Sometimes as a pastor, you can get real depressed real quick when you're seeking and hoping for someone that says, I'll go. 
I want to be a part of the ministry. I want to be a part of the team. I want to be a part of the mission. I want to be a part of this great vision. I've got to do something. I've got to fit in. Oh, my goodness. You get into the Pareto principle that says 20% do 100% of the work. Huh? Isn't that right? The good thing is, it is usually 100% church all the time because 20% will get involved in ministry. Uh, 20% of the church will have a strong sense of mission. They will have a strong sense of service and ministry and the other 80% will let them. That makes it 100% church, right? <laughs> but a dead Christian has no commitment to service or ministry. Check the level in your spirit today and ask, how much desire do I have for ministry? How much de desire do I have to serve the church, to serve the kingdom of God, to be active in whatever is going on with the mission. Is that all right? A dead Christian has no passion for individual or corporate worship and praise. Some people will sit on the pew. I know that don't happen here with a face as long as a Missouri mule. They will sit there lifeless. They will not lift a hand. They will not clap a hand. And they uh, just stare ahead like a deer in the headlights. Don't be like that mule and don't be like that deer. Amen. <laughs> be a part of the praise be a part of the worship because we don't want a guest to come in here named Gladys Dunn. Oh, hallelujah. We want somebody to come in here with the name, I don't want it to be done. Is it done already? <laughs> oh, praise God. So a dead Christian has no passion for corporate or individual praise and worship. A dead Christian has lost their sense of awe and wonder. Oh, like the child. We've talked about it before. I, I remember years ago. I gave a little boy a dollar, and he started counting all the ways. It was his birthday. He started counting all the ways he was going to spend that dollar. His eyes lit up. He jumped. He said, Daddy, 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 Pastor Green gave me a dollar. He gave me a dollar. What happened to Christians like that? We lose our sense of awe. And wonder, and a person who has lost that sense of awe and wonder at the presence of God is 
displaying symptoms of a dead Christian. A dead Christian has no joy. You can't ever excuse that one right over there of not having joy. She lives up to that name. Praise God. Praise God. And so does Sister Stephanie just because you sat beside her, right? Maybe. I don't know. No. <laughs> Maybe she's feeding it up. People feed off of joy. Hallelujah. The Bible says rejoice with them that rejoice. If you can't rejoice with somebody next to you that's rejoicing, you might be a dead Christian. Praise God. A dead Christian has no joy. You got to pray like David said, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Oh, I don't want to die. I want to have joy. And a dead Christian has no fresh Direction from God. What has been will always be, will always be. Whatever they got is all they're ever going to get. They got baptized in Jesus' name. They got filled with the Holy Ghost. They started out. Paul said, who has bewitched you? that you would so soon be moved. Oh, my Lord. A dead Christian has no fresh direction from God. Anybody in this house want fresh direction from God? I could go on preaching about this one for a while. God wants to give you direction. God wants to order your steps. God wants to fill you with fresh mission, fresh vision, fresh anointing. God wants you to move from where you are. Hallelujah. I want fresh direction from God. Oh, hallelujah. A dead Christian has no power in prayer. A dead Christian places little emphasis on righteous living. I don't want to be a dead Christian. I've just read you 11 and some of them more in each point than one. About 15 points and symptoms of if you want to be a dead Christian, just follow those. <laughs> but if you want to be a dynamic Christian, let me tell you what a dynamic Christian looks like. Now, when we talk about dead, and, and I, I, was, I was looking on the Internet about the contrast between those two words, and what I kept finding for the word dead when I tried to match it with dynamic was static. Static. It means it does not move. And then dynamic, it says, is ever 
changing. Whew. And, and, and it was talking about uh, uh, in electronics. It was talking about the law of physics. It was talking about even in the building industry. And that, that caught my attention. And it's like a piece of sheetrock is static. A foundation is static. The wood in the walls or the metal beams are static. But then when furniture starts coming in and design starts coming in and people start coming in, that's called dynamic. That's pretty cool, isn't it? So do you want to be static or do you want to be dynamic? Do you want to be dead or do you want to be dynamic? <laughs> Hallelujah. We're not going to have Gladys Dunn coming in this place and accusing us of being static or being dead. I'm glad I thought I had to leave. I, I, I saw that yesterday, and the Lord quickened me to old Gladys Dunn uh, sitting over there. And y'all saw, my may have seen, seen me during a second or third song. I had to slip out a minute. And I was like, I got to find that woman's name. What was that name? And, then, and, I, and I, I thought, can I Google on my phone? How am I going to Google? Because I don't know her name to, to Google it. And all of a sudden, up in the ministry office, in just a split second, God brought Gladys Dunn to my mind again. And, and so I put it on my notes. I don't want you to ever forget it. don't want anybody to walk in here and be glad it's done. <laughs> a dynamic Christian we really don't have much problem with this around here. A dynamic Christian is receptive to the preaching of the word. Hey, this is a church that gets behind the preacher. Hallelujah. I saw it happen last Sunday. Uh, I see it happen sometimes even when we're fumbling. You're like just believing in us and hoping and we still get an amen and this is a, a church that gets behind the preacher so I want to tell you something a dynamic Christian is receptive and open to the preaching of the word of God why because they know they've got to have it to survive they know that they've got to have it to be dynamic they know that they've got to have it to be alive they know they've got to have it to get direction from God Dynamic Christian is characterized by a steadfast commitment to sound doctrine. Sometimes we don't hold any punches around here, kind of like now. You're either dead or you're dynamic. Just That's how the cow eats the cabbage. That's where the rubber meets the road. You know, sometimes we're just going to say it like it is. Do you want to be dead or do you want to be dynamic? But a dynamic Christian is characterized by a steadfast commitment to sound doctrine. I'll take it, preacher, even if it stomps on my toes. I'll take it if it's hard to digest, if it's hard to swallow, if it's hard to choose, I chew. I'm not going to spit it out. I'm going to receive it. I'm going to be committed to sound doctrine. In Jude 3, it says this, they earnestly contended for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Don't give me any of this newfangled stuff. 
Don't give me any of this adding to or taking away. I want what was once delivered to the saints. I want sound doctrine. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. And so if you find some people that are hungry and they continue steadfastly in sound doctrine, you have found a dynamic Christian. Praise God. They're not wishy-washy. They're steadfast. That was the first thing we read in Acts 2.42, and they continued how? Steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. So a dynamic Christian. Oh, hallelujah. Can't be wishy-washy. They have a commitment to sound doctrine. A dynamic Christian makes a high priority of prayer. There's an old saying, if you're too busy to pray, then you're too busy not to pray. There was a lawyer. There was a doctor. There was a superintendent. There was a contractor that said, I am so busy, that makes me too busy not to pray because it's only by the grace of God and through prayer I can get through a busy day. Hallelujah. Then another saying, little prayer, little power. Much prayer, much power. Anybody, anybody beside me ever been guilty? A dynamic Christian makes a high priority of prayer. A dynamic Christian has an attitude of selfless, selfless giving. Because we know who owns it all. We know that we wouldn't have a pot. I like that. To throw our change into. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't have nothing. So a dynamic Christian has an attitude of selfless giving. I'm glad when that velvet bag comes by. Huh? I'm glad we have an opportunity to give online. I'm glad that I just am able to be a contributor. I don't want to just be a consumer. I want to be a contributor. And I want to do it selflessly and joyfully and with a cheerful heart, not grudgingly. You don't have that problem with dynamic Christians. Whew. Hallelujah. We'll move off of that one real quick again. A dynamic Christian is characterized by enthusiastic, spontaneous praise. Like you never know what's going to happen next around here. Whew, somebody may let out a woo. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, somebody might. We keep pushing for it a little bit. What'd you say, Sister Joy? Run, Forrest, run. 
stand up just a minute. Look, about two or three of y'all take off around the church. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Woo. There we go. All right. Not, 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 not just because, not for show, but because the prophet, there you go, Jackson. <laughs> he liked that. <laughs> you can be seated. The prophet Jeremiah said, it was like fire shut up in my bone. I said I was going to keep it to myself, but I got to tell somebody. I got to show somebody. And it's okay in this house because we're not dead. We're not static. We're dynamic. And when you're dynamic, things are moving. <laughs> things are happening. You say, oh, pastor, that's just wildfire up in here. I'd rather have wildfire than no fire at all. Come on now. You say, well, that sister, she was just in the flesh over there. What else you got to dance in? Whew. I want some dynamic, wild stuff to happen sometime. Praise God. I'd rather them go out of here criticizing this, us for that than glad it's done. That's a bunch of wackos in there. I don't care. If you knew where he brought me from, if you knew what I was and where I am today, you would understand why sometimes I've just got to do something. I've got to do something. I've got to shout. Because I don't want to be static. I don't want to be dead. I'm going to be dynamic Dennis. <laughs> Glory to God. A dynamic Christian is aggressive in evangelism. Praise God. Come on, let me show you what Jesus done. Come on, let me show you what Jesus can do. Come on, let me introduce you to a healer. Come on, let me tell you about somebody can save anybody. The dynamic Christian is aggressive in evangelism. A dynamic Christian is characterized by a strong sense of mission. Folks, we're on a mission. We're not playing church around here. We're on a mission. There is a world that is lost and dying and going to hell that's in your neighborhood, that's around this church. Hallelujah. We are on a mission. We can't have a dead mission. We've got to have a dynamic mission. A dynamic Christian places a strong emphasis on personal righteousness. Hallelujah. You can't go around looking like the world, talking like the world, 
acting like the world, dressing like the world. A dynamic Christian has a strong sense of righteousness. So those are strengths of a dynamic Christian. As the musicians come, there are also about four signs, or you might say symptoms, of a dynamic Christian. A dynamic Christian. Why does this not happen all the time? Because we don't stay dynamic. But a dynamic Christian will win numerous converts. They just can't help themselves. People are looking for something dynamic. And if you stay dynamic, you win them almost effortlessly. I need to say that one more time. If you stay dynamic, you won't, you're not going to be saying, oh, this is hard work out here trying to. No. You will win them almost effortlessly if this church stays everybody in the pew dynamic we won't have any problem when somebody walks through that door they say whatever it is i gotta have it i, I may not agree with everything and they're pretty wacko in there but it's sure different than this now i lay me down to sleep Ooh, there's something going on in that house stand with me The dynamic Christian shows a great fear in all of God. When I grew up as a boy, the fear and the awe of God, it was so thick, you could cut it. Oh my God. But the respect for the house of God, the respect for the elders, the respect for the ministry, the respect and the fear of God. The enemy has tried to steal it, and in most cases, he's done a real good job, but not in here, not in this house. We can't let it happen. Dynamic Christian experiences supernatural signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. We've seen, we've seen that, and we're going to see more of it. I said we've seen it, and we're going to see more of it. Because somebody today said, I'm not going to be dead. I see some things dying, but I want to be alive. I want to be dynamic. And then that dynamic Christian will experience contagious joy. Contagious joy. You ever had somebody just start laughing? You don't even know what they're laughing at. And the next thing you know, you're like, <laughs> what? Huh? Look, let it rub off. Let it rub. When's the last time you... You know that your joy rubbed off on somebody else. When's the last time you know your praise rubbed off on somebody else? 
How contagious are you today? If you're not very contagious, it could be you need to get contagious. Let's gather around the altar. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. John 10.10 says, The thief comes not but for to steal and to make you dead, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. God is looking for some dynamic Christians in this house. Praise God. Those watching online, God is looking for some dynamic Christians. Hallelujah. As we sing into the Lord, why don't you lift your hands up? Say, God, make me a dynamic Christian. Lord, strengthen the things that remain. 